0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Amanda Dole, the floor's yours. <laughs> oh,
1: I appreciate you so much, Ramon. Thank you, and good morning, Champions. Woo, I gotta be honest with y'all. I woke up this morning, and I am feeling it. I'm feeling it in a good way, though. How many of you that are with me? Flash your mics, flash your mics. Let me see. We got a big stage. Who's with me? Who's paying attention? Who's awake? Yeah, there we go. There's some mics flashing there. How many of you are feeling it right now? Like, are you in that season? I feel like for the last, goodness gracious, almost a month and a half now, my head has been down. I have been focused. I have been doing what I need to do. And I can just feel things are brewing around me. Is anyone else feeling that? Or is it just me? I'm feeling it. Yes, right. So and good. I woke up yep. this morning. Yeah, I woke up this morning and I was like, "Woo!" My alarm goes off at 4:30. I said, "Man, it came a little bit quick." I feel like I could sleep for another 30 minutes, and no, we don't have time for that. And it's a good feeling, right? I'm going to bed every night, like feeling like I put it in harder than I have, and I can't tell you months. And so I just want to know that it's not just me so with that being said we are going to talk money mindset during my segment and so i'm going to go over some things with you all and then i would love to open it up for some conversation and the two segments before me by the way were absolutely wonderful so let's talk about money mindset we hear that word a lot right what is it what is a money mindset amanda everyone's saying this word it sounds like the cool word this last week right and what is it well really when we break it down excuse me your money mindset It's just the beliefs and the attitudes that you have developed towards money. So how do you believe about, or how do you, what do you believe about money? And what are your, what is your attitude towards money? Now, when we think about these two things, they really stem from the conditioning that we've had from our childhood, the environments that maybe we're currently in or have been. So we didn't just have the, you know, we weren't born and just have this idea about money. The people who surrounded us or the environment that we grew up in or the things that we used to hear about money as a child, maybe even into our early adulthood, those are the things. Those are the things that have really shaped those beliefs and those attitudes that we have around money. Now, the thing about a money mindset is these beliefs and these attitudes that you have towards it. They will absolutely drive the decisions that you make towards money. And I know that everyone in this room can relate to that. You have made decisions or not made decisions about money based on the things that you were conditioned to believe about money or the attitude that you have towards it because somebody told you maybe it wasn't a good thing. Or maybe it wasn't something that you should strive for. Or in the opposite regard, maybe it is something that you should strive for. Maybe you grew up and you were, you heard that, make as much money as you can because it's amazing and you can go do wonderful things with it. Either way, that's what the money mindset is. So I wanted to just give a clear definition of it before we dive in. Okay, so let's talk about money mindset. And I love what you said, Lolita, that you all were discussing four money mindsets because I really broke it down into two. So there's the broke mindset, and there's the healthy mindset. So let's talk about people that have a healthy mindset when it comes to money. They think things like, they see money as a tool, right? It's a tool to get them to the next thing. They also don't compare themselves or don't worry about what others have. They're not focused on that. They believe that anyone can learn how to manage money, including themselves, right? And they also know that they can achieve their financial goals with a plan. And I think that's the key word there, having a plan. You can think as big as you want when it comes to money. You can dream about the things, you can set massive goals, and yet without a plan of action, it's really hard to achieve those things. So they understand that just as much time and energy and effort as they are putting into, what's the goal for the money that I wanna make? What's the goal for that tool and how far it's gonna take me? What are my financial aspirations? they're also taking that much time and they're putting it into a plan to help them get there, a roadmap as to how to achieve that. Now, on the other hand, people with a broke mindset, they live their life in fear of money. They don't believe that they can meet their financial goals. They feel like it's selfish to have a lot of money. I can't possibly make that much money. It would just be too selfish and stingy of me. And then when they get any amount of money, they automatically want to hoard it. They absolutely want to hoard it because in their mind, they didn't think that they could achieve that in the first place. So how in the world could they ever make any more of it so they don't do anything with it? So now the question is, how do we change our mindset? What are the things that we have to do in order to change that? And here's the deal, my friends, you didn't get the mindset that you got about money overnight. So you sure as heck are not going to fix it overnight. This is an absolute commitment to the process. It is also something that you have to take step by step and day by day. And the goal is to measure your progress, make sure you're celebrating those small wins. So how do we change that money mindset? Well, first we have to commit to being financially stable. That is a must. Number two, we have to educate ourselves through books and classes and masterminds. And my gosh, you all are in a room full of people that have tons of knowledge about wealth and money and what you can do with it and how you can use it as a tool. So who you surround yourself with matters. (laughs) Make sure that you're pouring into that education. Make sure that you're getting the information The biggest mistake that you can make make is not educating yourself. Because when we don't know, we usually are not going to move into any type of action or think about any kind of change. So don't be the person that doesn't know. Affirmations about money are a fantastic way to start changing this mindset. Say positive affirmations when it comes to money. Make sure that you stop focusing your energy on what others have. Don't focus on them. Just focus on you and what your goal is for money. Make sure that you practice gratitude for what you have and for your progress. <clears throat> so often, because we get into this, you know, this uh, this mindset of comparison, we might make the smallest strides, and they may seem small in comparison, and yet for us, they're super big wins. So make sure that you're showing gratitude for that. Make sure that you're not comparing. Make sure that you create money goals, right? Start thinking about that. If you've never thought about having money goals, start making that a priority. And then you have to believe that it's true. I'm a firm believer that it's be, do, have. First, you have to believe it. You have to believe that you are someone that can aspire to have amazing money goals. Then you actually have to do the thing. So actually create those goals and then you will have it. So let's talk about some practical and tactical as my brother, Justin likes to say some practical and tactical approaches to actually doing this. So first thing, Amanda, how do I do this? You talk about all these things, I hear you, I hear you and give me something, give me something tangible. Right? So the first one is you need to know your why, why is it that you want to do this in the first place? Why is it that you want to change your mindset and aspire to set these awesome financial goals? Because it can't just be because I want to have a bunch of zeros in my bank account. Because once you start the process, you eventually will get to a point where it's not about what the money can do for you anymore. So you have to have an extremely big why behind it. Make sure that you do a strategy session to find that out. And if you're, if it's difficult for you to understand that why make sure that you bring in the people that are closest to you. if if you are working out your why open up the conversation to your family kids are a great way to start exploring what your why is because we know kids right the sky is the limit for them they don't have usually these limiting beliefs that we have they're not conditioned the way that we are so open it up and ask them some icebreaker questions if we won the lottery tomorrow, what would we do with it? So this is a good way to have strategy sessions and start thinking about the possibilities of dreaming about more money. <clears throat> now, I know I've spoken about this in this room, I think, a couple times before. I know I've also spoken about it in a couple of other rooms that I've been in. And yet I, at the top of the page, have pinned the link to my link tree. And if you go to my link tree, the very last option is called the checkbook exercise. And so, for those of you that have heard this before, well, you're going to hear it again. And for those of you that haven't listened closely, I sent you to my link tree because you, now you have the tools to go do this exercise. And this is so important when you're trying to get your mind right around around money. And so, I'll share a quick little story with you. The first time that I did this exercise, I had I had the uh, the um, the deposit in my bank, fake deposit in my bank. Um, And and once you read the instructions of this, you'll understand how it works. Yet every single day you're getting money deposited into your bank account and you have to spend it. And my friends, I literally did, I think it was three days, three or four days. I couldn't get past $36,000. And I just want to sit here for a minute and think about that. I couldn't think bigger than how to spend $36,000 because that's how small my mindset was around money. So this exercise in doing it, and now it's something that I practice quarterly. So this exercise in doing it really stretched my mind for money. So to get or the thought process around money, so to give you a quick overview of how the exercise works, again, if you go to that link tree link, all the, de, all the um, explanation is there, and yet to give you a high level overview, so essentially, every single day, and you can do this for 14 days, <clears throat> every single day, you have, you're going to draw on a piece of paper, a check, like a, a checkbook registry, for those of you that know what that is, I still from time to time write checks, however, a checkbook registry. And so then on this piece of paper every day, you're going to use it to track this exercise. So on the first day you get a thousand dollars deposited into your bank account and you have to spend that thousand dollars in entirety. And then every day after that, up to 14 days, the money doubles. So day one is a thousand. Day two is 2000. Day three is 4,000. Day four is 8,000. Day five is 16,000. You get the drift. Every day it doubles and every day, you have to spend the entirety. Now here's the catch. You cannot pay off any debt unless the deposit that day pays off the debt in entirety. So if you've got $24,000 in debt that you want to pay off and today's deposit is only 12, sorry, you can't pay it off. Only when the deposit is $24,000 and can pay that debt off in entirety. Can you do it? However, the the biggest rule to this exercise is you have to spend the money on yourself. So we're not buying anyone else anything. We cannot save it. We cannot put it away in a savings account. We have to spend it. And so that was so hard for me. I couldn't figure out $36,000 worth the things that I would wanna spend on myself. I could think about the trips I wanted to take my family on I could think about the things that I wanted to buy loved ones and how I wanted to make their life special. When it came to me, though, I couldn't think about how I would want to spend that money on me. And so I think that can probably resonate with a lot of you in this room. So definitely take this exercise, definitely do this exercise because it will stretch your mu- your mind around money. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. And then listen, if you complete it, do it again and do it again, and then bring your family into it. I remember after I had done it a few times, I brought my mom into it and she was shocked at what her mindset was around money. So make sure that you open it up to the people that are in your world too, that you know are struggling with this. So I know I got off on a little tangent yet there, yet I want you to understand the why behind it. I want you to dream big about money, stretch your mind. So the second practical and tactical tack there is to develop the plan for your money So once you've got that idea, actually build out the plan and then dial it down to what you need to do every week, every day. It's that small little percentage every day that's going to get us farther. Cut out the emotional spending is item number three. And we all experience this. Listen, sometimes you're in a rut and I've gotten to this point where sometimes I'm just in a rut and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go buy something nice for myself. And that was purely based on an emotion. I was trying to get myself out of an emotional state. And listen, y'all, I live in the space of real estate, so I can tell you there are high emotions when it comes to people buying real estate. But I've dealt with buyer's remorse firsthand, let me tell you. Let me also tell you that real estate agents, they make, I mean, there are people that get into our industry that make crazy boo amount of money. And they have no idea what they're doing with it because they haven't had the financial literacy. So they finally get that money, and. They are emotionally spending left and right. And it's crazy. A statistic actually in our industry is that literally the top 20% are the ones that are living paycheck to paycheck because they get all this money and they don't know what to do with it. There's a lot of emotion tied to it. So don't be that individual. Cut those emotional spending habits. Write yourself a big check and then don't cash it. Hang it above your wall, right? So I remember, here's another great story. I remember the first time that I wrote myself a massive check. This was seven years ago. I wrote myself a $25,000 check, and Lord Lord knows I could not cash that check. So I wrote it out to myself, and I put it on my wall. And every single day, it was the thing that I looked at, because I wanted to work to that place where I could effortlessly write myself a check for $25,000 and cash it without even having to think about it. And it took me four years, just about four and a half years to cash that check. And I remember the day that I went to cash it, listen, by this time we obviously had uh, automatic uh, deposit into your account, right? You can do it by with a screenshot in the app on your phone. And I was like, no ma'am, I am proudly walking this check to the bank. I am cashing it and I'm asking her to give me money in my hand. I just want to hold it because it was such a big milestone for me. Now I turned right back around a day later and I deposited that money. Yet for me, it's something that I wanted to celebrate. It's something that I had never done before. So writing yourself that big check, put it, ab- uh, above your wall, wherever it is that you're at most every single day so that you can look at it every single day to remind you, make sure that you're spreading the wealth. So when we make a lot of money, we also have a lot of money to give. So any philanthropic initiatives, maybe you have one that you wanna start. Maybe there's a bigger vision that you wanna be a part of. Either way, make sure that you're also giving. Because giving, uh, there are so many people in this room that give at a high level, we know how that makes us feel. So spread the wealth. Practice talking about it. And this is a big one, because a lot of people don't have the conversations because they feel extremely uncomfortable. And we never know who we're going to offend by bringing up money. And if we're talking about it, people are going to get these ideas about us that we're so arrogant and we're so egotistical. And how dare we bring up money, right? No, we should. We should talk about it. Start to open up the dialogue about it. Make it an okay conversation. Take the big elephant out of the room. Here's a huge one. Forgive yourself. If you needed permission, you heard it from me today. I give you permission to forgive yourself for the mistakes that you have made with money. If you're someone that did rack up a bunch of debt forgive yourself work towards paying it off and yet forgive yourself if you're someone that made a whole bunch of money at one point in your life and you have nothing to show for it now forgive yourself because the more you keep beating yourself up about it the more it's gonna be a mental block for why you can't go achieve it again so I give you permission now give yourself permission to forgive yourself for the mistakes or the, the, just the, the crazy things that you decided to do with money before today. It's okay. And the last thing is give yourself credit, give yourself credit for the small wins for you. It might be starting to set aside $10 a day. And you know, I don't know if any of you have experienced this, they used to float around around social media all the time. At the first of the year, it was bound to happen that 500 people were going to post this. And it was savings for the new year. Day one, save a dollar. Day two, save two dollars. Day three, save three dollars. And that was it, right? And then every day you were at, and by the end of it, I don't even remember how much money you were supposed to have saved. And yet, the reason for me telling you that is that could be your win. Maybe it's just one day that you're setting aside just to start building the habit of thinking about something other than the right now. If that's it, celebrate it. Don't think about what anyone else is doing with their money. Don't compare yourself to what they are doing. So celebrate those wins. Now let's review the key points here. And then I want to open it up with the last few minutes that we have. So we're going to have a financial, we're going to have financial goals for ourselves, right? We're gonna stretch our mindset around those. We're actually gonna put goals in place so we know what our North Star is with finances. We're gonna cut the emotional spending, my friends. So when you're feeling frustrated or you've had a bad day, delete the Amazon app, delete it, don't do it, don't use it, delete it, delete it. We are not buying a whole bunch of stuff that we think is gonna make us feel better or go spending a whole bunch of money that we think is gonna make us feel better when it's actually a bigger issue, so cut that habit. Change the script around money. Instead of saying, I'll never be able to afford that, say, oh my gosh, when I get to that point, here's what I'm gonna do with it. I can achieve it, right? So let's change the script. Understand where your mindset about money comes from. It's okay, it's okay. You were conditioned a certain way or your environment led you to have these beliefs and this attitude towards money. Understand that, my goodness, I'm 35 years old, and every day on my birthday, November 5th, it shows up. There is a money order in an envelope from my grandmother for, 30 to, for $35. God bless her soul. $35. She still, she does money orders. She doesn't use credit card. She doesn't use PayPal. Heck, when I asked her about PayPal, she's like, what do I need a pal for? She didn't even understand it. She sends me a money order, and it's for $35, because for her, the $35, oh my gosh. That's something huge for her. And the money order ensures that nobody's gonna break into her accounts and no one's gonna steal from her and no one's gonna be able to hack her anything. And so I understand it, right? I understand where that comes from. I understand that I was conditioned for things and yet it was my responsibility to change those beliefs, to change those attitudes to make sure that I got the knowledge that I needed, to make sure I surrounded myself with the right people, to make sure I was reading the right books. So understand where your mindset about money comes from. So with 10 minutes left in the room, I want to open this up. First, I'm going to say, I'll open it up. If you have anything that you want to share, any comments that you want to make, any questions that you want to ask, you can absolutely unmike. If there's nobody who wants to do that, then I have a question for you. Morning, what was that? Yeah, perfect. Okay, so give me just one second because once we open it up and start sharing, if you want to answer this question, feel free. What was the last money mistake that you made and why? So with that, let me get back to my screen so I can see.
2: Unmic like Ramon says, say your name and then tell me what you want to share. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Yes, thank you so much for your share. Honestly, I was listening to you and I'm like, wow, okay. Mindsets about money, you know, I grew up with money but when I moved to the U.S., I had to start building my life by myself, into the shockwave of, oh, my God, people actually have to worry about or be concerned about how they're going to pay their bills, how they're going to fit themselves. And that was a new um, space for me. So automatically I went into this panic mode and I realized that over the years trying to build my life, I had gone into the scarcity mindset because I wasn't raised to really worry or be concerned about how I was going to do all of those things. But being an adult in a new place by myself, I developed a scarcity mindset, but I had to retrain my mind about what that was. Now understanding, of course, being in a space like this and learning from amazing humans like yourself, understanding that there is abundance and I'm able to have access to the money that I need when I need it. And the money will flow to me at the point in time when I need it for the things that I need it for. And that has really helped me a lot. Thank you so much for your share and everything that you've spoken about today. I really love it, appreciate it. Thanks, Amanda. My name is Dr. Ginaro and I yield my mic.
3: My pleasure. Thanks for the share. Who's next? Hey, Amanda, this is Renee Noor, and great segment, great segment. Every week you always pour into us. You know, Amanda, not only is setting goals is not a want, it has to become a necessity, you know? And I share with our Global Warriors family, you have to become a money magnet to what you desire. Visualization is so important, and not only is important, you have to be able to travel in order for you. those. are some of the the, um, action steps that we take as a group when you start your journey around the world you're putting yourself in alignment not only you put yourself in alignment with what others have you also start saying those three things that I love what Sharon Letcher talks about why Why not me and why not now? Because one of the things you want to start doing is definitely we we love to exercise that vibration. As a team, we do this. We write that big fat check out. And not only do we write the check out, we put a date on it. And then what we take are action steps of what it is that we're going to do to work our way backwards to achieve that monthly amount. It has worked for me on numerous occasions. I'm a goal-driven one and I need to see the numbers in front of me. I have a vision, my vision boards are very large and not only are my vision boards large, we've actually enlarged the entire team. So therefore they too can understand the importance. I love how you said, you can't get emotionally attached to money no, you have to put some of those things aside in regard to how the, the having a better relationship with money really does matter. And getting uncomfortable, those uncomfortable uncom- conversations must get real, especially for 2022. So I really appreciate your share today. It was phenomenal. And thank you so very much for allowing me to share today. Thank you.
1: Yes, queen make it a necessity and look you and i are on the same page when it comes to the travel and i don't know what story you have to tell yourself my friends yet my story is i need to travel the world so that i can share all of the great knowledge that i absorb every day from the amazing people around me i need to spread it as far and wide as i possibly can it's a need for me it's something that i have to do it's part of my purpose it's part of my mission so i love that you said that thank you thank you for the share who else
4: Hey, Amanda. It's Joy. How Hello, are you? Hello, Joy. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. How are you, doll? I'm good. I'm in the gym. Sorry if there's an echo. But the past couple of days, <laughs> I've been doing a closet cleanout, And as I was pulling stuff out and pulling stuff out, I realized as I looked around, I was like, oh, my God. All this stuff used to be money. And it was the biggest aha moment to me that, hey, the, the, the quick trips on Amazon, the... I had a bad day, I'm gonna buy a new pair of shoes. Um, It just was this aha moment that, well, when we assess the things in our space, that it's like, this all could have been used so differently. And so as I've been cleaning out, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start looking at everything in my life through that lens of, is it just stuff? Or can I be using my dollars wisely in spaces that actually matter? So it was just a, bright moment in my day to say "Well, wow, my 20s were so full of had a bad day I can buy something new oh I had a great day I treat yourself and to realize that everything in our space used to be money so act accordingly so I'm loving this conversation so good to see your beautiful face. oh I just
1: absolutely adore you okay so I had that issue right I absolutely did. And I get bored easy with things. And so now my rule is if I haven't worn it in six months, if I haven't touched it, it's got to go. And until I purge one thing, I cannot justify another purchase. And that really stopped the like, Oh, I'm just, I've been frustrated today. Let's go shopping or let's jump on Amazon. Amazon makes it so easy. So I love that you said that cause it was a big eye opener for me as well. So thank you for sharing. It's so good to hear your voice, doll. Who else? Who do we have? Amanda. This is Amanda. Peter. Hey, I heard Peter. And then whoever mic next, go ahead.
5: Hey, um, just um, but um, you know, there is, um, you know, the scarcity scarcity mindset is what uh, a lot of us tend to live with these days, right? And so the the reality is that you know, in in the in, even in the book of um of of proverbs, um. There is a, there is a admonition, um, and it says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but the but the but uh, he that hearken hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. So you know it's really really critical that as we're gonna make as we're wanting to make these money moves that we're seeking counsel from people who have been there done that, so we can make the right decisions. So I just wanted to add that. Let's you know I I've made ma- um bad money moves but I didn't seek wise counsel. And as I get older and, and wiser, I'm seeking wise counsel. And that's why, that's why a room like this is so incredibly important for me. This is Peter complete.
1: Yes, Peter, I did not. It was in my notes and I skipped right over it because I was too busy telling you all my personal stories. You get a financial fit coach. If you don't have anyone around you, if you're like, oh my gosh, Amanda, I'm not running in any circles like that. I don't know anyone. Well, first and foremost, keep pouring into this room, right? Motivation, education, inspiration. And then you can seek out financial fit coaches, people who can help you get there. So I love that you said that, Peter. Who else? I know someone else on mic.
6: Hey, Amanda, how you doing? This is Tim, how's everything?
1: like cooked
6: food my friend how you doing i'm blessed i'm blessed queen i'm blessed thank you so much just for you know bringing to the table you know this awareness and this mindset about money you know it's so crazy that you were talking about you know that emotional attachment and and things you have to break free from it and you know, like Peter said, you know, there, well, there's two things I'm going to bring up something Peter said, but you know, that aspect of the compound effect. There was an amazing book um, by Darren Hardy called The Compound Effect, and it really allowed me to identify if I do things in those small increments over a period of time, it really turned out to be a huge win for you. You know, it's like the opposite of looking at you know that that compounding interest. If you buy constantly, that interest usually catches up to you, right? So you gotta be careful about that. Um, but Peter brought up something about the council and it's gonna go into the question that you had asked of us, what was a mistake that we made? You know, so here I am going into the end of the year and really being blessed with uh, an abundance of uh, you know, successful uh, coaching clients and paying everything off. And then as I moved into the new year, what ended up happening was I realized that I had all this uh, access to money And what did I start to do? Think, oh, I need to be a part of this course, need to be a part of this course. And I found myself buying three or four courses and not even finishing the last course before I ended up buying a new course. And that counsel that Peter had mentioned is so important because that's what brought me back to the reality. I reached out to one of my partners and I said, what do you think about this course? And he said, well, let me ask you a question, Tim. Did you finish the last course? Did you plan out how you was gonna capitalize in 10X from what you just learned? So I think it's so important to have that counsel. So I'm going to land my plane with that queen. I appreciate you. Thank you for just pouring into us. And you know what? I love you like cook food. This is Tim and I'm out.
1: Oh, love right back, my friend. I'm so glad that you said that because let me tell you, y'all, this is I'm getting vulnerable here. I, so I wrote a check, the biggest check that I've ever written in my business for some coaching around like literally personal stuff not business. I focus on business all the time. And I am a knowledge junkie, if you know me. And so part of this process is a knowledge cleanse. They, he's like, you don't need to read any more books. Amanda, you read a book a week. So, and, and what are you applying from that? Sometimes taking in too much information and not doing anything with it can actually hinder you. So I'm getting ready to embark on this journey where where I'm doing a little bit of a knowledge cleanse and focusing on some deeper things and actually taking that stuff back and applying it when I do take the knowledge in. So I love that you said that. Thank you, my friend. And with that... I just wanna tell y'all, I woke up this morning, I was feeling it and the energy in this room just completely changed that for me. So thank you so much for spending your last 30 minutes with me.